If you're looking for a place where the wide open skies and the towering mountains inspire you to find an untapped part of yourself, you might want to take a trip to Wyoming. It's a place where bold, curious spirits forge their own way on all types of adventures. There is no shortage of iconic, expansive landscapes out there. You can discover breathtaking hikes, stunning state parks, authentic Western culture, and other historic sites, along with the tales of famous outlaws like Butch Cassidy and pioneers like Buffalo Bill Cody. The truth lies West. Discover yours at TravelWyoming.com. Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, and a fan favorite sale on Ben & Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. Hi, you have reached the Atlas Obscura podcast line. Leave me a message about a strange, unusual, or surprising place that happens to be near where you grew up or where you live now. Hi there. My name is Kenneth Rusk. Uh, I grew up in West Central Indiana near a smallish city called Crawfordsville. Uh, Crawfordsville has a number of things that it's famous for, but I think that one of the more unique things in Crawfordsville is that it is the location of the only remaining operating rotary jail. Now, these jails were found all across the Midwest. And the idea was that the jail cells were situated sort of like a cylinder, which could be spun within the interior of the jail. That way, guards would only have to interact with one cell at a time. To this day, most of them have been torn down. Only four of them remain standing. And the one in Crawfordsville is the only one that still spins. To this day, you can go there, and the apparatus that actually spins the cells, the crank, that all still works. I think it's a unique thing for a a small city like Crawfordsville to have, something that really is truly one of a kind. Thank you for the call, Kenneth. I do have to say that the idea of a rotating jail, it feels distinctly wrong. Anyway, to get a better sense of how this jail actually worked and know a little bit more about its history, we called the Rotary Jail in Crawfordsville, Indiana, and spoke with Brittany Turpin. I've been working at the jail for eight years, um, and that's a very interesting place. Brittany is the executive director of the Montgomery County Cultural Foundation, the organization responsible for taking care of the Rotary Jail in Crawfordsville. The Rotary Jail was built in 1881. It began operation in 1882 and served as the Montgomery County Jail for 91 years until 1973. If you look at the exterior, you wouldn't think it was a jail. It was designed to look like a nice two-story Victorian home. And that's because it was a house. There was a residence in the front half of the building, and the rotating jail was in the back. I think sometimes it's difficult for people to, to understand that it wasn't, you know, just a, a sheriff's headquarters. His family lived there. So there were children in the house. His wife lived there. If his wife wanted to be the matron, then she also received a paycheck from the county for cooking for the inmates and taking care of things in the jail. Imagine coming home to your partner and saying, 
I got a new job and a new place for us to stay. It's the town's jail. The jail rotates so that there are just men stuck in inescapable traps in the walls of our house. Okie doke. Sleep tight, everybody. Ugh, jeez. The person behind this disturbing idea was William H. Brown. He was a native of Indiana, and after fighting in the Civil War, he worked as an architect, a designer, and an inventor. And he lived during what some refer to as the golden age of invention. It was the Industrial Revolution. There was tons of economic growth. People and cities had money to spend. And so there were all these inventors out there trying to supply people with things to buy, things that would improve their quality of life. And William H. Brown had his own invention to improve the world. In 1881, Brown was granted the patent for the rotating jail. The internal rotary mechanism rotates all of the cells on a two-tier cell block. So there are eight cells on the first floor, eight cells on the second floor. Imagine like a pie on top of a pie on top of a lazy Susan. And everything rotates clockwise or counterclockwise with a hand crank located on the first floor. This rotary jail in Crawfordsville was one of the first to be built. So it was kind of like a model home. People came from around the country to see if maybe they should buy one of these revolving jails for their own town. And its main selling point was this. The biggest pro would really be the ability to save money by not having to have as many guards on staff. (sighs) America. (laughs) Some people did leave Crawfordsville with a contract in hand, but not too many. And in the end, Only 18 rotary jails were built in the U.S., mostly all in the Midwest. Pretty quickly, though, the new owners found that there were some downsides to a rotary jail. So really, the bad thing about the the rotary mechanism is that it's heavy. So when you're moving it and it gains a little momentum, um, it, it can be difficult to stop the mechanism. If the jail caught on fire, for example, each inmate would need to be let out one by one, which uh, it's not super great. There was also very little ventilation and lighting in there. But that is not all. Listeners, this gets a little grisly. During the first 25 years of operations of the jail, about 49% of our inmates were arrested for being drunk. So with alcohol not being as regulated as it is now, you definitely had a a bigger chance of passing out. So inmates would fall asleep on the ground with their arms or legs through the bars, and then a guard would have to rotate it to let somebody else in. So unfortunately, we did have both amputations and broken limbs happen at our jail. Brittany told us that another rotary jail saved a little more money by just having less bars and putting the bars farther apart and it was wide enough for a man's head to fit through. And uh, one of the inmates did have his skull crushed. So they quit rotating the jails. Yeah. Eventually, most towns quit using the jails altogether. And one after another, the rotary jails were torn down. But the one in Crawfordsville, Indiana, has been preserved, along with a lot of its history. 
history including that of the inmates that were held in this terrifying contraption. So our probably most infamous inmate would be John Coffey, and he was actually executed at the jail in 1885 for murder. In 1885, John Coffey was 23 years old, and he did a lot of jobs around town. One of them was working on the farm of James and Elizabeth McMullen. On January 7th, 1885, the McMullen's house was set on fire, and the couple was found dead inside. Coffey was the prime suspect, and the authorities tracked him down. He was wearing um, the farm owner's clothes and wandering a back road close to where the farm had burned down. So when they brought Coffey in, they coaxed several confessions out of him until they got all the information that was wanted. And he was convicted by a judge that thought that there was a crime wave going through Crawfordsville. So he wanted to cut down on it by having a public execution and scaring people straight. John Coffey was sentenced to death by hanging and spent the next nine months in one of the wedge-shaped cells. This was back when the rotary mechanism was still being used. The sheriff at the time gave out, apparently, around 200 tickets. One account suggests that he actually sold tickets to the execution. And in October of 1885, a little afternoon, a crowd gathered, and... The execution didn't go very well. They had to try to execute him three times. So the first two times, the rope broke and he fell. And then the third time, the rope wouldn't tighten hard enough around his throat. His neck didn't break when he was dropped from the gallows. And it took nine minutes for his heart to stop beating, and they cut him down after a total of 12 minutes. The jail in Crawfordsville continued to serve as a facility and a home for the local sheriff all the way until 1973. Two years later, the jail became a museum. The rotary mechanism stopped being used back in 1938, but they will still rotate the jail for those who stop by on a tour. The Rotary Jail Museum is open Wednesday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. It's definitely best not to visit at night. Thank you so much to Brittany Turpin for taking the time to speak to us and to Kenneth Rusk for sending us the voicemail. As a reminder, we want to hear from you. Tell us about a wonder in your own backyard or a magical place you have traveled to or maybe a memorable person you met while traveling. Record a voice memo and send it to us at hello at atlasobscura.com or call us and leave a message at 315-992-7902. This episode was produced by Manolo Morales. Our podcast is a co-production of Atlas Obscura and Witness Docs. The production team includes Doug Baldinger, Chris Naka, Camille Stanley, Willis Ryder Arnold, Sarah Wyman, Baudelaire Seuss, Gianna Palmer, Tracy Samuelson, John Delore, Peter Clowney. Our technical director is Casey Holford. This episode was mixed by Luce Fleming. And our theme and end credit music is by Sam Tyndall. I'm Dylan Thuris, wishing you all the wonder in the world. I will see you next time. Witness Docs from Stitcher. Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, 
and a fan favorite sale on Ben and Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela, you put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor, because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. Medela, the mark of the fight. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.